0: Welcome to the MHR Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Gemma. And this is episode five, I think, Gemma.
1: It is our fifth episode. How are you doing? So
0: we are in May. May. Um, May 2022. (laughs) May. It's happening. It's real. And it's May. It's still rainy, but it's May and we're here.
1: It is. But we did have beautiful weather over the bank holiday.
0: It was lovely. So it makes
1: up for the rain today.
0: Yeah. Uh, For viewers who can't see, I've caught a bit of sun and a bit of weight. So uh, we were just, discuss- just, discuss- yeah, just discussing what we had for lunch and mine was liquid and very small. <laughs> so yeah, how was, how was your bank holiday weekend?
1: It was pretty lovely, got outside in the sun on one of the days, saw some friends, so yeah, nice and chilled.
0: That's all you can hope for.
1: Indeed, and now back to work full steam ahead to catch up from having all the bank holidays over the last
0: few weeks. So. <laughs> Straight into a podcast, Indeed. like professionals. So uh, episode five, who is our special guest speaker today Gemma?
1: So today we are joined by Jonathan Rose, who is uh, one of our enterprise sales executives here um, at MHR. So welcome Jonathan, Hi. lovely to have you here today. Great to be here. And um, so if you could just give us a bit of background to yourself and kind of what your role is here at MHR.
2: So. My role is um, to, um, MHR have added a finance offering to the portfolio now. Um, we've integrated that with um, the payroll and HR offerings. So my background is finance and finance systems. So uh, along with the, the, the team that's in place now, my role is to talk to customers and businesses about any you know, finance offerings that we have or any finance issues they have with their current systems.
0: Great, right. and I imagine then to get this role and be part of the gang at MHR, <laughs> you must have a significant CV. Like, what's your experience of finance systems? Have, have you have you worked with a lot of companies in that area?
2: Yes, yeah, a few years now. So I'm probably the oldest sat around this table by quite a, quite a margin. So um, it goes back quite a long way. I started. Um, I did an economics degree and then worked in actually in a finance team um, as a trainee accountant. It was in a, in a kind of a small to medium sized business, so I was training as a management accountant in a finance department, that business was actually a, it wrote finance software and sold that to companies. So as I was the only one who kind of knew about ledgers and the way everything was set up, I was quickly put out in front of customers and,
0: yeah.
2: you know, told to talk tech finance stuff <laughs> to them about ledgers and stuff. So, and I really enjoyed it. So I quickly moved into doing that because I was doing it more and more and I enjoyed it more than doing the kind of bank wrecks and... yeah posting of invoices in the, in the office. So, and then, yeah, since then I've worked with a few, um, finance software businesses, uh, up until, up until
0: joining MHR recently to, uh, to drive this finance piece on. Yeah. Brilliant. So it sounds like we've got a lot to learn from you, which is good, because that's why we have you in today. Um, so I'm quite naive to this world. It's not something I fully understand, as you can so tell. So am
1: I, to be fair. Yeah. Like, HR and payroll, fine. When we start talking <laughs> into finance, like, what, is, what really is financial management and finance outside of just the kind of HR and payroll that most people in most businesses kind of know about?
2: Yeah. I mean, financial management, essentially, you know, it's running the transactional part of the business. That's the traditional role of the finance team. Posting invoices, making sure that um, you know you're adhering to legislation and uh, all the reporting is correct. Um, however, that's obviously changing rapidly because a lot of those traditional um, tasks that finance teams do are now automated. So I remember sitting in a mm. finance team and you know literally having a a bank statement, and you'd be ticking against you know transactions that you've yeah. done. That now comes in with you know, your bank statement is recognised automatically by the system, and any anomalies are thrown up in a bank rec- um, reconciliation. So, you know, that, that's an automated process. You know, companies are getting thousands of invoices. We used to get thousands of invoices coming in that they would manually input, those are now coming in electronically, and the system is recognising them. So, that, that role has changed from that uh, kind of transactional and processing role to more, you know, the finance team is being asked by businesses nowadays um, it, it, in terms of you know looking forward rather than looking back I like to think of it so mm. reporting is looking back at what a business has done yeah finance teams are now getting more, asked more and more if we were to do x what would the effect be if we were to do y mm. how would that potentially affect
1: so more actual forecasting exactly, so yeah. using I mean, that I mean, resource that used to be done processing yeah. is now actually flipping exactly. it on its head so to less be more proactive
2: exactly yeah yeah, yeah. less processing more
0: Forecasting and, and planning, absolutely, yeah. Right. yeah. So we were going to ask, actually, you know, um, how has the role changed? I think you've summarised that brilliantly there, actually. Uh, so with that in mind, the, the role of finance and organization changing and what's happening around the world um, over the last few years, what are the issues that this kind of role and team are facing more and more? Um, I guess it's bringing together that
2: um, the data that's needed. Mm. So... Um, traditionally it's been very, I mean finance people love spreadsheets that's that's <laughs> al- always the way it's done so yeah. it's normally disparate systems not linked together that are kind of the finance team have a series of spreadsheets and documents that they use and they you know they're they're doing the best they can to you know to report and plan based on that so that obviously has changed with people working remotely and well, everything's happened over the last few years and that needs to be it, in my view and and i think it's a, it's um, you know many people 's view now is that that needs to be more system driven rather than mm. with it sat with individuals on spreadsheets because you know they're not so much office based anymore you can't have that kind of reliability on that, that reliance on um, documents controlled by one one or two people it needs to be you know in a in a secure um environment in in a planning tool or in a in a finance tool that's giving you that kind of um I've lost my lost my thread a bit
0: there. So it's about it's about um, in, yeah embedding a, a process that's less reliant on yes. humans. Not well, not just humans, but individuals and processes that are solely kept in them in their heads. It's yeah. about spreading that and empowering a workforce for yes. a, for a system. Yeah. And you mentioned you mentioned uh, spreadsheets, Excel, and yeah. um, other spreadsheet providers are available. <laughs> but um, and do you think that this the standard go-to for businesses and, and finance teams is to go straight to spreadsheets, or do you think the culture is changing now where people are as standard going? No, we need a system the culture is absolutely changing but it's the fact that some of those systems i guess are
2: still quite old mm-hmm. Finance systems finance systems don't get changed very often they're normally embedded within a business and it takes yes. it's quite it needs quite a reason to change it's mm. not it's not changed every few years it's you know you normally talk to people and their their systems have been in place for for many many years that's definitely an issue because some of those older systems can't Um, because of the technology they're based on can't link yeah you
1: can't build those integrations with the newer tools exactly yeah yeah.
2: so the natural thing is to extract some of that from system a system b and system c and bring it all together in a spreadsheet Mm. type document that's absolutely the way that we see many people still running their businesses so and
0: if you were to advise a company then looking to adopt a new software or a system, yeah. um, you kind of said there the key thing was you've got this process there, that process there, and it's how we tie it together. Yeah. Is it finding something that helps pull those integrations together, yeah. that that is the solution they should be considering? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And that, and that drives towards, I mean, you hear, the fri- you hear the phrase data being used everywhere now. Data is absolutely mm-hmm. key to all of that. So, how do you, how do you bring that data together? Uh, And, um, you know, Microsoft have this term dataverse, which is a whole kind of, you know, it's a universe of data effectively, and a business has got that. Many different systems producing lots of different data. And on a much smaller scale, you need to somehow bring that together so you can then utilize that. I mean, data is is everywhere, isn't it, nowadays? I was, Mm. you know, you watch football or the sport over the weekend, and it's just all data-driven in terms of, you know, expected goals how far the players are running, all that kind of stuff, and a business asks the same stuff of its finance team a lot of the time. Mm. You know, and want to really drill down into certain aspects of that business and um, getting data to and systems to talk to each other is
0: absolutely key to that. Do you find then, so from your perspective and, and a lot of the work that you do um, with MHR as well, when you're going to other businesses then, is it that you're having less and less conversations with just the finance team? Are you yeah. having it, because there's more of an awareness of data and how that drives stuff, is, yeah. it, is it there are more departments involved in this conversation than there have been before? Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, that, and that's an issue sometimes because they can be, if you work separately, you tend to you know, have that division and that silo or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And it's it can be a challenge to bring that together. Particularly, we were at a meeting last week, and it was it was HR driven, but it was a really a finance discussion, and the finance team needed to be brought into that because it was it was the two teams that were, had the same goal, really, mm. but they were looking at it from slightly different different yeah. directions so.
1: so it's all about that kind of cross collaboration really yeah between departments especially I think probably traditionally a lot of departments did just kind of run yeah in streams by themselves and now it is important like we're seeing in HR conversations we've had that they're kind of coming to the table and helping in strategic decision-making and I guess finance again probably has always been there but it's being supported by these other functions now as well
2: exactly yeah the yeah. finance are holding the budgets and putting, mm. you know, in a finance system you have a budget for nearly every department in the business, and but that department mm. controls the budget, so you know, it's all interlinked, but yep. data hasn't been, it's typically been, you know, it might be, we were talking to somebody last week, it was, the spreadsheet they were using, it was, you know, it was 25, 30 taps wide, it was huge, it was vast, yep. it was vast. And one lost
1: in something that boy, size, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and
2: one mistake on that, one mistake on that can cause, you know, a huge business issue because the number you're reporting Mm. can be um just be incorrect yeah plus you've got the fact that um you know you've got no real who's looking at it who's sharing it it's normally controlled by one person
1: yeah so So there's no validation in that so again having some kind of an information system that will tie all that in together is really important
2: exactly yeah and and in terms of audit trails you know once you do share it who's changed what who was responsible for that who
1: formular- changed the formula in this one cell that has <laughs> exactly. ruined the entire spreadsheet? <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 Which I'm sure we've all been
0: there. Yeah. Uh, but yes. So if you had to give, in a nutshell, your kind of three top tips or a couple of top tips for any organisation who are looking to change software or a new approach to finance or remove the barriers that we've discussed, what would what would they be? What would you say to businesses when you meet them about that? Um.
2: That's a hard one. I mean, it's specific to each individual business, really. They face, really do face d- different problems, wherever, wherever, whoever you talk to. Mm. And that's what I've learned over the years, and that it's best to you know, really get to, into discussion of, of the issues rather than putting it into kind of generic themes is actually really difficult to do. Mm. Y- you have got the data theme, absolutely joining up systems, that's, that's key. But in terms of the issues they see as a business, that's quite difficult to to look at without doing a deeper dive into actually mm-hmm. you know all, all of their processes um, so I mean from a consultancy point of view that would that would mean that you would do a kind of scoping exercise with most people yeah. that you'd spend some days really drilling down into the heart of their business and what they're being asked to mm-hmm. do as a finance team where the issues were and then you can then show how um, a different system or a change in system or even just a change in process sometimes can really help that mm-hmm. so it's hard it's hard to give themes um, I think it I think it points more to the um, you know deep dive into their actual business
0: itself yeah. okay. well it's good it's not a hard sell it's a real investigation of who they are and yeah. what they need mm-hmm. and how that best works
2: and it really that. can't with with finance systems it can't be a hard sell because pe- it's 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 a big change for people yeah mm-hmm. people get very used to what they've got they're fearful of that sometimes in terms of um, what it would mean to the business, um, so, you know, it, it really isn't a, it, it's a consultancy role, absolutely, that you need mm. to, you know, you need to, um, to to talk about systems as opposed, to, and processes as opposed to the benefits of having a new system, because yeah. there will come a point where those just appear and they will see the benefits of, of changing. Mm.
1: And do you find so from what you've kind of spoken about there? So, obviously, finance, you've got lots of these teams who have used the same process for 10, 20, 30 years, whatever the case may be. And a lot of we're, what we're seeing, especially since the pandemic, but even before that, is kind of this whole digital transformation that so many companies are going through, moving onto kind yeah. of computerized online systems. Yeah. With kind of finance teams being a team that, you know, rarely changes processes it seems do you find there's any kind of resistance from those people who work in those functions or do you think they're very kind of um what's the right phrase for this so kind of wanting to actually throw stuff in and actually get new technology or do you think they're a bit more resistant because they think well if it's not broke
2: no absolutely there can be there can be resistance to i don't think to to the Technology side, I don't think the resistance to that with people working. You know, people see the benefit of that now. Mm. Having a cloud-based finance system that you can you can operate from anywhere. uh, anywhere. Exactly, you can be sat anywhere. You open a browser, and you're into the system. You log in. That can be your phone, a tablet, a laptop at home, in the office. That's people embrace that. Um, There definitely is a less less of an embrace (laughs) (laughs) we say, you know, for a change of system because it's it's a process. Finance is a process-driven task, and they, many people in the finance team do the same thing every day, and they get mm. a level of comfort from doing that. And change from that, obviously, is yeah. you know, is scary sometimes. So, um, so it's that, yeah, there's there's two ways to look at it. Really, they they absolutely, from a technological point of view, are happy to change, but from a system point of view, definitely is yeah. is some reluctance. But I think the cloud drives that because. Because finance systems aren't changed very often, a lot of them are still. You know, if you if you've had a system in place for eight, ten years, it won't be a cloud-based system. It would be sat on a server. It would be, you know, it's expensive to run, expensive to maintain. It's not giving people that flexibility to work wherever they want to. Um, it's normally so. When we talk about cloud systems, we talk about uh, that they're normally evergreen, so they're getting automatic updates. Mm. So you go on a cloud-based finance system and. When we talk about specifically about Microsoft Dynamics, you would get twice yearly twice annual updates twice a year April and October. Mm. Um, that keeps the system fresh it keeps it up to date, edit any um, legislation that changes they go that goes into the system through the updates. If you've got an old server-based system, then in most cases you would have to do a physical update on that at some point and most people. Would avoid that because it's quite a lot of hassle so they might you might go five or six years without having an update to that system oh wow and that causes real issues you know you're stuck yeah. on a-
1: I can imagine well I just know from my own work here in the product design team you know we're pushing out releases every three months and yeah. you know need bug fixes things like that I'm assuming with the finance system they're probably slightly more robust but yeah. you never know so yeah that's that's crazy yeah. that in six years you wouldn't even have a
2: software. No, already. it is, yeah, absolutely. And you, you, you look at things like making text digital and mm. those kind of things that come in, and those older systems just can't cope with that. Yeah. So you, know, you put a manual process in via a spreadsheet normally.
1: To get around. To get yeah. around
2: that. And then you've got another, th- another something that's taking away time, you know, taking away your time that, that doesn't need to. So yeah. so there's absolutely a realisation that it gives people huge benefits, mm. tempered with the, bit, the fact that it's change. And it's a system that hasn't changed for many years, and that
0: can be a bit yeah. scary. Definitely. Well,
1: change is always a little bit scary,
0: yeah. isn't it? But yeah. I Brilliant. I mean, I, I've learnt a lot there. Um, but, you know, you know my level of expertise on finance <laughs> is building <laughs> spreadsheets on uh, how many Guinnesses I can buy <laughs> with the cost of living changing. Um, I think the suggestion I can take away here is that I need to consider a finance system. Um, that I can then communicate across my team more effectively on my Guinness intake just so they can time the intervention at the right time. Uh, Brilliant, thank you Jonathan, that was really helpful. I hope you've enjoyed meeting us as we have you today. I have. Brilliant. Um, And I think it's worth noting as well, you know, if you are interested in anything that Jonathan's saying or we've discussed today, you can find out more at the MHR Global uh, website. We have a few pieces uh, and reports on uh, the role of finance and and how that works uh, in companies, so it's worth checking out. Um, and just a thank you again for listening. You can find us on social media as well as mhrglobal.com. And that's goodbye from us. Thank you. Perfect.
1: Thank you very
2: much.
0: Thank you.